Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Welcome and thank you for listening to the second episode of Ashes with me, Ash. I'm very excited for you all to hear the stories from my new friend Anthony from the Weird Crew podcast. We had such a fun conversation, but there was some unfortunate audio glitches on my side towards the end of the episode. So when you get to the part where you think Anthony and I are being super rude and interrupting each other, don't worry. We are not rude. The audio is just overlapping a bit. I had to cut out some of the end where we were overlapping too much, so Anthony graciously sent me an audio clip with just him going over again what we talked about in the last part. Thank you with your patience with me, and I promise it will be worth it, especially once I get to know the podcasting world a little bit better. So without further ado, let's go hear these fun stories and great cigar tips from Anthony. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? How do yeah, I sound? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hold on. I think cool. I. All right. Wait. All right. You sound good. Okay. Cool. Good. How's it going? You know, just hanging in there. Had a couple weeks vacation. Now I got to get back on the grind on Friday. So, looking oh, forward to that. I'm jealous. I had a little weekend vacation, but I need a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was. I'm actually kind of disappointed because I didn't do anything. Like I. I legit like slept all day, almost every day. And there were so many things that I wanted to get done around the house. I didn't even do that. And it's like, I kind of yeah, wasted it. I kind of wasted it. So it is what yeah. it is. You needed it though. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Well, cool. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with me. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Thank, thanks for having me. It's definitely cool being a part of, you know, different, especially like smaller content creators that are just starting yeah. out. You know, we, you know, like, like my co-host Cynthia says, we can all eat. So let's help each other. Right. That's awesome. So excited. So tell us about your experience with cigars. Where did it all start? <laughs> oh, where did it all start? You know, I've told this story so many times and it's, oh, really? <laughs> it's never, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of funnier every time I tell it. So it's just, this is about as, cr- this is about as cringe as it could possibly be. Oh, but no. it's, the, it's the God's honest <laughs> truth. All right. So all right, I'm ready. When, I, when I was 20 years old, I started watching the Sopranos and I saw Tony Soprano smoking a cigar and I'm like, <laughs> oh man, he looks cool. And you know what? If I right. start smoking cigars, then I can be cool like Tony Soprano. So that's how it all started. So I, I started, I smoked my first cigar when I was 20 because I wanted to be like Tony Soprano. I wanted to be this big mob <laughs> smoking the cigars. You know, he just, he looked so cool while he was doing it. He looked so badass. And I was like, I want to do that. Honestly, so that's, that's probably how a lot of people started smoking. <laughs> but, but of course, you don't, you don't really know anything about cigars when you first start smoking. And right. you kind of got to... I started off with a, I started off with a, with a Maduro, with a, with a, with a strong blend. And that was a fake. Yeah. It was a little fake. nauseous. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I'm not used to it. I wouldn't be used to it. And I, and I didn't right. smoke a very good one. It was like one of those cheap $3 ones that, you know, people that really don't do anything about cigars buy. And so I kind of had a bad experience. And so I, I stopped and then I tried again 
later. And then I later had a Romeo and Juliet and that was much better. That was like the oh, first yeah. legit cigar I ever had. So yeah, it was cool. And I guess for me, which is kind of crazy considering, you know, my job, our jobs, we're both flight attendants at major airlines. Oh, I was no always, yeah. I was always, a, I was always a big introvert, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it, as social as cigars are, it's also very introverted for, you know, you can just have a cigar out on your balcony. Yes. Smoke, smoke it by yourself. Think about life. Get your mind right. And so that's how it started for me for a while. It's just, you know, sitting out on my balcony, smoking cigars, getting my mind right. And uh, yeah, it's kind of still how it is to this day for the most part. That's awesome. How often do you smoke now? Well, if I can, if I'm, if I'm off, I smoke a cigar every day. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so if I'm able to, I will smoke a cigar every day. There might be times where I go a week or two weeks without smoking, which is fine. Yeah. Because obviously, maybe it's good for you to smoke every day. Maybe it's not good for you to smoke every day. Winston Churchill will probably disagree because he smoked like right. two day and he lived till he was like 90 and he was sharp <laughs> all the way up until he died. So I don't know. But if if I'm on vacation, like if I'm in Vegas, I might smoke three a day. If I'm on the beach, I might smoke four a day. Um, oh, yeah. So, it, it you know, it just depends. It just depends on the situation. But I think right. at night, if I'm off, if I can chill out on my balcony, I think that's acceptable for me. Nice. So you have a humidor at home or do you? Like yeah. To- yeah. So um, I, I started off with travel humidors before I right. came to, you know, five years ago, I, I bought, you know, just like a basic small one. I learned about seasoning the humidor and, you know, mm-hmm. how to put the packets in there and the humidifier and all that good stuff. But I even wanted to upgrade from that. So my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas one year. And I sent her, I sent her this humidor that I wanted. Yes. Nice <laughs> cigar. Uh, it's a cigar star humidor. It kind of it kind of opens like a fridge, and it's got about four shelves in there. I'll send you a picture of it later. It, it's really cool. Yeah, but yeah, it's like got like a little glass window. So you know that that's my main humidor. It holds about a hundred, hundred and twenty, something like that, depending on how big they are, depending on how you stack them and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So you know, aging a cigar is important. However, I know that like most of the time, like they don't sit in there for more than like a couple of days before I just grab it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I need to do better about that. I need to do better about just like not snatching them as soon as as soon as I put them in there. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's, it's, it is what it is. What? How many cigars do you have in your humidor that's multiple? You have multiple of the same cigar. Well, I like to buy boxes. So yeah. a lot of times it's just the sense. same cigar. Yeah, you know, I'll buy a box and I'll put it in there and then I'll slowly chip away at the box. So, right. You know, it, there's there's different cigars. I mean, so sometimes like I'll buy a box of Olivas or I'll buy a box of like Hoya de Nicaraguas and I'll put them in there and then I'll just chip away at them over the course of a solid cigar, not too expensive within my price range uh, without going overboard. I'm a big fan of Perdomo. I love their uh, I love their Sun Grown series. I like the Lime yes. 23s. I like the Habanos. I like the Champagnes. So you can never go wrong mm-hmm. with a Perdomo. So that's my go-to cigar within like my reason price range now if obviously i wanted to splurge right. have you ever bought a uh, have you ever bought a cra pack the cigar rights of america pack no i haven't okay well they so you get a membership into the cigar rights of america when you buy the pack it has 10 cigars like curated cigars of some of like the best cigars out there like you'll find like an opus x perfection in every single one of those packs oh, so even if like obviously opus x is going to sell out like almost immediately oh, yeah. as soon as they immediately stop. <laughs> so they're very they're very hard to get, but you can pretty much always find a CRA pack. So if you ever want to get your hands on an Opus X, uh, the workaround is just buy Cigar Rights of America pack, and you're supporting, wow. you're supporting a great cause. That's some good advice. I like that. 
I'm gonna have to try that out. Yeah, I was actually just looking at them. Nice. They're, yeah. Uh, yeah, their their pack looks pretty good this year. So check it out. Sweet. What do you look for in a cigar first? Do you do you look for like the brand or the ring size or the binder and filler or the wrapper? Well, obviously, when I started out, the only thing I looked at is the wrapper. It's like, ooh, cool, shiny thing. That must be good. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that's not always the case. Uh, I'm not trying right. to uh, specifically talk smack about Gurkha, but they're not my favorite cigar. Oh, but yeah. they have yeah, the coolest boxes. Yeah, though. they they their wrappers are awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. they're very attractive. They probably sell a lot just based off their wrappers and they're not terrible cigars, but they're not my favorite. Right. Uh, so when I started out, I was just smoked a lot of Gurkhas just because I thought the wrappers were so cool. Yeah. Now, obviously I like the Gordos. I like the big boys. I like the six by sixties or the, the, the six by seventies. Those will last for a couple of hours. And that's really what I like to do. Or, you know, if you want to, Gordos or Churchills mostly is is what I smoke in terms of the side. Yeah, that, that seems to be good for me because you can stretch those for a couple of hours, assuming you're not just like puffing every three seconds. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> making it too hot. Do you ever hang out at any cigar lounges before COVID? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the time. There's a uh, uh, if, for instance, Julia, where are you? I, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, okay, nice. but obviously we travel a lot. So we're, we're in all yeah. kinds of different cities. So, you know, it's, it's pretty cool when you go to a, go to a different layover in a different city to just like Google, like the local cigar lounge or, you know, oh someone, God, yeah. a, a one that stays open to like one or two in the morning is always like really cool too. Cause it's like, I can go at any time, you know, and I'm not pressured to get there before 7 PM. Right. That's um, so nice. What's the coolest lounge you've seen so far? One of the coolest places, which one of the coolest places, I would say, and it's not even a traditional cigar lounge. It's a place in Portland. There's a place called Kell's Irish Pub in Portland. And so upstairs is like a traditional Irish pub, which is really cool. You know, they'll have all the traditional Irish foods and they'll have all the beers and and the whiskeys. Uh, So it's really cool. But down in the basement, you can smoke cigar. They actually have a, a basement area, which... It's kind of like a speakeasy, but kind of not like a speakeasy. Right. It's hard to explain. But you walk, I know what you mean. You walk yeah. down there, and it's, there's no walk-in humidor, but there's just like a, 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 a tall, almost grandfather clock-looking humidor sitting right there that has an assortment of different cigars. And you just hang out down there and smoke cigars. And I always thought that place was really cool. Ooh, that's awesome. I've never been to Portland. I've always wanted Now I have a better Portland's reason. really cool. You're, you're out in New York, right? So, yep. so uh, no, no taxes in Portland. That's why everyone goes there. And plus, they have the, uh, they have the world's largest bookstore. Yes, I know that. I'm a huge book nerd, and I've been dying to see that too. Definitely make it out of Portland. It's a it's, it's a really cool city. And once things get back to normal, I definitely look look forward to uh, hitting up Kells again. That, that place is really cool. Yeah. Have you heard any good stories sitting at a cigar lounge? Good stories. I guess most of the stories are. It's kind of messed up to say, but most of the stories are just dudes who are probably in their 30s or 40s either like complaining about their marriage <laughs> or complaining about work or kind of a place you go to vent so you hear, you hear right. a lot of you know or things they wish they had done when they were 21 or 22 right. it, it's kind of like this. so it, the interesting stories not so much but you hear a lot of interesting conversations or like interesting complaints or just, right. just venting <laughs> which it's cool to have a place where you can go to vent so I get a lot of cigar lounges. Will you ever do a cigar episode on your podcast? Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Something I look forward to. Yeah, that's awesome. 
And Cynthia smokes too, right? Occasionally. Like she'll smoke occasionally, occasionally yeah. when, when, when I smoke or if I bring one, like we were down in Biloxi, Mississippi and I made her smoke one. I, I stopped, we stopped by my favorite cigar place in Georgia, Southern Cigar down in Noonan. Those guys are really, really awesome. Give you a lot of great deals, hook you up, you know, I really love them. They got a, a huge walk-in humidor. So I go in there, we pick out about 10, 15 cigars and we go down to Biloxi, have a good time. And, uh, she smoked a cigar down there. And so she'll smoke it. She'll smoke it. Every day. She's not against it, but she's not like an avid cigar smoker. Like I am like, right. I, like I'm smoking all the time. Right. So when did you start your podcast and what made you start it? We started in September. No, 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 no. Little, it's cool. Let's, let's do it. We started in September. So we started during the pandemic. I was kind of feeling down, I think, as everyone was. Cynthia right. was kind of feeling down, as everyone was. And we started talking about doing a podcast. We just didn't know how to do it. And I was just like, man, let's just jump into it. Let's just make yeah. it happen. Let's just stop talking about it. And let's just make it happen. So then we didn't know what type of <laughs> podcast we wanted to start, right? We're like, well, uh-huh. we're both flight attendants. So maybe we'll start a podcast about being flight attendants and about traveling and layovers and stuff like that. But the problem with that is there's other podcasts out there like that. And then all of a sudden now boxed ourselves in, in terms of what we can talk about. And so I didn't want to do that. I wanted to start a podcast to where I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. We can have on different guests. I mean, we talk about so much from politics to obviously some of our stories, pet peeves, we ghost stories, movies, we have different guests on. So I enjoy the luxury, the freedom to be able to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And some of that travel stuff will seep in, you know, but it's not the entire episode. It's not the entire point of our podcast to talk about, even though we really enjoy it, we really love our jobs and we really love traveling. And we do enjoy talking about that. We just don't want that to be everything the podcast is about. Yeah. I love your podcast. You know, I'm not very easy to please. I get bored really (laughs) easily, but I have listened to your podcast and just kept it going on my Alexa. Like she just keeps it going. It's so much fun. Well, thank you. That that really does mean a lot to us. We've been blown away with the positive reviews and the positive feedback and, you know, people buying t-shirts and doing whatever they can to support us has really been awesome because we didn't know what to expect going in, you know, because we've never been in radio or podcasts or anything like that. So we didn't know how natural we'd be at it, how receptive people would be uh, to hearing our podcast and listening to it. But people seem to enjoy it. They really seem to love our chemistry. And it's I'm just blown away. I'm blown away. It it gives you that confidence going forward. And, you know, the more confidence you gain, uh, the better your podcast is going to be, the better you feel about buying, you know, new equipment and, and updating and upgrading and just keep pushing forward. So we definitely look forward to doing that. We have a lot of big things uh, planned for the future. So we're really looking forward to that. I heard in one of your podcasts, you go to Vegas a lot. Yeah, I go to I go to Vegas all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I pick up, the, I pick up awesome. those trips a lot. Vegas is my spot. It, it's the thing about Vegas is Vegas kind of gets a bad rap I because know, right? people just look at it as like a club, a party, a get drunk and act stupid. And while, yeah, that's there, it's not everything. Like So much more. So right? much more. Like, again, I would say I'm an introvert still at heart, even though I would probably say I'm an introverted extrovert now. I know that term is kind of yeah. cringe, but I think that's what I am now. But I, I would still say I'm an introvert at heart. And so Vegas, you can literally just like stay in the room 
at, stay at the hotel the entire time. If you don't want to go party, if you don't want to go drink, you don't have to do any, any of that. You can go get a massage. You can just relax. You can eat some good food. You can gamble. If you want to get away from the strip, you can do that. You can go down to the Red Rock. You can, you can go down to the Hoover Dam. You can go ride four wheelers yeah. or dune buggies in the desert, do all these Ooh. cool tours, uh, helicopters down to the Grand Canyon. There's so much more to Vegas than what people typically think right. about Vegas, especially if they've never been or they only do like one thing every time they go there, which I never party or go to club. Like I'm not that type of person anyway. So I love Vegas right. and I'm not even about that life. So yeah, Vegas is very cool. The Venetian and Palazzo are my hotels of choice. I really love them. They always feel like home. I've stayed at the Cosmopolitan yeah. a couple of times. It's more like young and hip. I don't mind it. The rooms are really, really nice, but I still prefer the Venetian Palazzo. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you ever been? Well, I don't know. There's the IPCPR event in Vegas, like the Premium Cigar Association. But now I think that it's not open to the public now that I think about it. I think it's just for like cigar companies. I know they have they have a big cigar thing in Vegas. I've heard about it. I, I heard I've heard Danny from uh, Southern Cigar talk about it uh, quite a bit. I know I, th- I think he went out one time, but. No, I, I've never been. It would yeah. be really cool, though. It would be really cool to go. I've never actually even been to one of like the huge cigar events. I think that'd be really, aside from like the local yeah. cigar shops, but I think that'd be really cool to do one day. And hopefully we're heading in that direction where we can get back to doing stuff like that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yeah. Pe- people are pe- people are pent up. People want to people want to live life right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Any uh, shops in Vegas that you like? Cigar shops? Well, I always pretty much buy my cigars before I go to Vegas. So I'll put them in like the travel humidor and then I'll go to Vegas because everything in Vegas is going to be more expensive. There, there, what, there's a, there's a Davidoff Mm -hmm. shop. There was one, there was a Davidoff shop inside the Venetian, uh, at the Grand Canal shops. It's closed down. It's now like a sunglass. They they sell like sunglasses. So that's like a bummer, but there is a Davidoff shop at, uh, it's kind of like outside of the Venetian close to fashion show mall that's still open but again you're going to spend a lot of money because everything is more expensive in vegas so it's always best to buy your cigars before you go to vegas right you know if you yeah that makes sense if i if i travel somewhere like amsterdam then i'm not going to take any cigars with me because you know you can buy the good stuff over there you can buy cuban cigars you can get the cuban cigars at the airport you know anywhere Uh in europe london which you know cuban cigars may or may not be the best but you know you don't get to smoke them a lot over here Right, yeah, it's it tastes the best. Yeah, yeah, rare. it's very, it's very rare. It's it's so rare, which is why there are so many knockoffs, right? Because the land right, in which yeah. they grow the Cuban cigars on isn't isn't very big, right? So there has to be knockoffs because there's just not enough Cuban cigars to go around. And actually, the first time I was down in Cuba, they got me. I got some fake ones. I'm not going to lie to you. I got sold oh, a no. bill of good from this girl on the street. She was like, "Oh, my cousin." works in the factory he's got this connection you know i have all the cigars and they look good they look they were some solid knockoff yeah. and then i could tell How could you immediately tell? when i started smoking it that's when you can tell sometimes you can't tell by looking at it from from the texture although i can now like i know i, I know what to look for now but i couldn't yeah. then i was just i was an idiot you know you, you live and you learn but as soon as right. I, was it the taste or is it the way that it burned both like and oh, I, I think yeah. even if I would have just pinched the cigars a little bit, I would have been able to tell because, you know, the, it, it, they weren't filled properly. You know, the filling, the filling was off. And then when I just started smoking them, they were so bad. I paid like $150 for it. So it was just like, it was, it was a big burn, no. a bummer though. But it's just like, man, I would pay like $500 for the box. 
you know, in, anywhere else. So I thought I was getting a great deal, but yeah, right. they got me. What can you say? They got me. Um, you live and you learn. They're not going to give me again. They never got me yeah, again. Right. They never will get me again. I don't want to hear any sob stories about your cousin in the factory and anything like that. Think about it. If you're in Cuba, you have to buy from a government shop. So either the airport or a hotel that also has a cigar shop. Don't ever buy cigars off the street in Cuba. I don't care what kind of bill of goods they're trying to sell you. It's all a lie. Don't believe it. Don't do it. Never. Never get. And I'm telling you from personal experience, don't do it. Don't do it because they're not real. They're not real. I promise you they're not real. Oh, that sucks. It is a bummer. One of those things I'm like, (laughs) man, I wish I would have just caught on to that. It's like, ah. It's frustrating, but they're right. never going to get me again. Though. They're never, you know, you live and you learn, right? No. Nope. You get smarter as you get older. Yeah, now you know. <laughs> Are you smoking anything right yeah, now? Yeah, so tonight I'm going to uh, smoke a Jacob's Ladder. Have you ever heard of Jacob's Ladder? Yeah, by, by, oh, yeah. by, by Southern oh, Draw. It's kind of got that, uh, it's kind of got that yeah. closed tip where you kind of burn it and then, you know, the little yeah. flakes fall off before you really start smoking it. So I smoke one of those. It's a, it's a Toro, so. It'll probably last about an hour and a half. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'll, yeah. I'll get on. I'll do some work online. I'll work on my schedule and just kind of smoke that cigar and hang out. What about you? What are you, are you smoking anything? I'll probably, I can't decide. I'll probably go with my go-to, the Curavari uh-huh. Ventura. I like the praline. What, what, what size is it? One. It's just okay, a Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You can make that last for for an hour, so hour fifteen. Though, you yeah. oh, I really, I really like the nubs too. Do you like nub? Because oh, yeah, like from my understanding, like mm-hmm. sometimes you'll smoke a cigar and you start s- smoking it, and it's not that good at first, and then it gets good about you know a quarter of a way in, and it starts getting really, really yes. good. So from the way that was explained to me, is nubs they just take the they just take the best part of the cigar. So you're just smoking the best part of the cigar from start to finish, which is really, really cool. Yeah, right. it's just sweet <laughs> the whole way through, and. They last about an hour. Yeah. Like they, they last long for their size. You'll look at them. You'll probably think you'll be done in like 10 minutes. But yeah, they, no, nah, yeah, they're fat. They last a long time. They're four, four by 60. Yeah. So you can, you can make those things last. Yeah. I like, I'm obsessed with Curavari. I talk about them too much, but I like a cigar by them. It's a Cafe Noir and it's a really good sweet one. If you like the sweet yeah. ones like Nub, it's a really good. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I do. I do enjoy those. So I had to check, I had to check that out. I'm always looking to uh, expand on my cigars and uh, yeah. their prices are just amazing. And I mean, you can't beat it. Like how, how much are they? How much do they go for? Like, what are they going for per stick? Um, so there's a couple that go for like four bucks. And of course you look at that and you're like, that's probably not going to be a good cigar. And it is, it just is. And, but they're none of them. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I was was actually looking at, um, Nick's stick like years ago and I'm like, man, this cigar is $5. It's going to suck. And Nick's sticks are like some of my favorite cigars to to, to smoke. So it, you know, prices and everything, sometimes it is, sometimes it really, really is. Uh, but but not always. So, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the times that's why like certified tobacconists they now call them cigar sommeliers, just because like with wine, it's all grown in different countries and different places, and you mix it all together. It everything depends on your taste buds. So it's like someone comes in and says, what's the best cigar you have? You're just like, the best cigar we have is your favorite cigar. (laughs) It all depends on your taste buds and what you like. Like, of course, there's some lower quality, which you'll be able to tell. But for the most part, it's 100 percent. That's really what that's really what it comes down to. Uh, 
I've got I've gotten like yeah. so many people on just by just trying it for the first time and you know learning from my mistakes, not starting them off with a Maduro, you know, starting them off right. with something that's a little bit, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, a little Connecticut, a little, little Sumatra, something like that. Yeah, yeah maybe even maybe even a Connecticut <laughs> nub. <laughs> Most of the time when I smoke a cigar, mm-hmm. not drinking anything maybe like a sparkling water or, you know, just the water or if I want to be, you know, bad, like a Diet Coke or something like that. Most of the time that I smoke a cigar, I don't drink. So I'm literally just enjoying the actual cigar. Yeah, the sparkling water and soda water is the best palate cleanser for me. Really, like it's. I think it matches really, really well. Yeah, and it helps like with the dry throat and everything. So, um... How long have uh, how long have you been doing podcasting? You're you're new, right? You're you're just starting out. Yeah, you're on oh, the second. Nice, episode. nice, nice. I'm starting early, <laughs> so you know when you're a uh, big like Joe Rogan, they're gonna look back and they're gonna find me. They're gonna go through yeah. the archive and they're gonna find me, and then they're gonna come listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. What what exactly. made you start? Is it something you always wanted to do, or anything like? That? I mean, I've I guess kind of the same thing as you is with quarantine and covid like and i just i moved to new york city just six months before quarantine hit so i never really got a chance to go out and meet people or make friends and (laughs) so i guess i was just like cigars are something that i know and i want to talk about it and i like the idea of a podcast talk radio i've always loved that so i just jumped on it january 1st it's it's still kind of you know dealing with it and they've been on like more lockdowns than we like down in Georgia. Like we've been open since May, you know, and like now there, there's no capacity restrictions. Yeah. We, we never had a ma- mandate, obviously still want to be smart. You still don't want to put yourself in vulnerable positions, but right. it's just nice to know that I'm not trapped in the house if I don't want to be. And I guess just having the yes. option to go out and enjoy myself. It that's really why I was so down at the beginning because it rains a lot down here. And at first it was just raining so much. And then I was off and then I was stuck in the house and then I couldn't go anywhere. So it's like, even if I wanted to go hiking, it's just like pouring down rain. So I couldn't do it. And then when you're traveling to different cities on your layovers, those cities are shut down. It's like you're ordering takeout and you're staying in the hotel room. And that was just, that was not good for me. That put me in a really, really bad place. And I had to snap out of it. So, and yeah. Oh, the, first few months of quarantine I was loving it because I had I lived in Brooklyn at the first few months and I had this giant back porch all to myself so I just sit out there yeah. and smoke cigars all day and night it was wonderful <laughs> but then like because everyone moved out of the city because of COVID um the prices dropped like crazy so I moved into the city so that I could walk to work so now I don't have my big back porch but stuff is finally oh yeah you can you can walk the stuff up. over there right you don't, do you even have a car Nope. What's the point, right? It. Well, why do I need it? I can just, I can take a taxi, exactly. I can Uber, I can take the train, I can walk. Like, there's no point. Exactly. It'd be so expensive. You could, I, I couldn't oh do gosh. that. Obviously, I live like 45 minutes from the airport, 50 minutes from the airport. So I have to have a car. Have like, if, if I didn't, I'd be in trouble. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Anthony from the Weird Crew Podcast, and I am adding this on uh, to the Ashes with Ash podcast because our podcast experienced just a little bit of uh, technical issues there at the end. So I'm hopefully going to put a nice little bow tie on our episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed having me as a guest as much as I enjoyed being on the Ashes with Ash podcast. It was awesome just to talk about cigars and just have cool conversations 
As I said, I am Anthony from the Word Crew Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio. Google us, the Word Crew Podcast. We will pop up immediately. I do this podcast with my amazing co-host, Cynthia. We are both flight attendants at major airlines, so you know we got a bunch of cool stories to tell. Cynthia is just so amazing. She's just one of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my entire life. I could not ask for a better co-host. I feel like she elevates me and makes me so much better than I actually am. Cynthia, I know you're listening to this. I love you. Let's keep going and let's never finish what we started. Just a uh, couple little uh, add-ons to some things that I might have forgotten. Uh, In terms of cigars, I'm a big, big fan of Zycar products. I've had my Zycar cigar cutter now for eight years, and it cuts just as good now as the first day that I got it. So I can't recommend Zycar enough. Uh, Zycar is top-notch products. In terms of cigars, one that I wanted to mention that I forgot to mention is the Leaf by Oscar. I don't know if you guys have heard about the Leaf by Oscar, but it's uh, it's pretty amazing in terms of like, you know, a nice cigar within that 12 to $15 range. The Leaf by Oscar, man, you can't beat it. One of my favorite cigars in the world, uh, the Leaf by Oscar Maduro, my choice, six by 60. If you can find it, get it. Don't think twice about it. Uh, so yeah, I think that's going to do it for me. I just would like to thank Ash. Thank you so much for having me on the Ashes with Ash podcast. I hope I made for a uh, cool podcast guest. I hope you enjoyed having me on the podcast as much as I enjoyed coming on the podcast. Uh, It was an absolute honor. I hope to have you on our podcast, uh, the Weird Crew podcast. Uh, You're welcome anytime. Let's definitely make that happen. I hope that you will have me back on your podcast again in the future as a future guest. And uh, hopefully one day we can all sit down and uh, smoke a cigar together. Guys, this is Anthony from the Weird Crew Podcast. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram. I am at Weird Anomaly. Cynthia is at Jetlag Crew. And the Weird Crew Podcast is at Weird Crew Podcast. Come holler at us. Our DMs are open. We look forward to talking to you. Uh, we love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. And Ash, again, thank you so much for having me on. Look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you again, Anthony. You are a great conversation, and I really look forward to growing with your podcast with you as a listener, and hopefully as a guest at some point, too. Everyone, go check out the Weird Crew podcast and their amazing merchandise. It's really fun. And as for my listeners that are looking for a deal, have no fear, Pap Cigar Company is here. Paps, located in Lynchburg, Virginia, is my home. The beautiful cigar lounge named after my grandfather has well over a thousand different cigars. One walk-in humidor and I don't even know how many other large, small, medium humidors throughout the giant lounge that they have. They also have a private lounge that has 24-7 access for members. With humidified lockers, private meeting room, and an outdoor patio with a fire pit, So if you're ever in the Central Virginia area, you've got to make a stop by there to check out the place. If you can get there within the next 60 days, show Rick or whoever else is working that day 
Show them that you liked and subscribed to my podcast and you'll get 25% off of your order. If you're nowhere near Virginia and don't plan to be anytime soon, no worries. We've still got a deal for you too. Go to www.papscigarco.com and use promo code ASHES25. ASHES is all caps, A-S-H-E-S-2-5. And I'll put the link and the promo code in the description here for you too, so you have a place to refer to. Thank you all so much again for listening, and I will talk to you soon.